Hey guys. Welcome to another episode of Pew Time with Tony. And Jackie. Yeah. Making sure you guys are listening, that's all. Paying attention? Yes. Hey guys, first off, uh, Jackie wants to apologize. That Tony and I did not put out an episode last week. I am sorry guys, I've been really busy, I got some big things coming up. I just couldn't get in front of a microphone, so... Many apologies, but one thing we did get done this week was start compiling and pushing out promotion, promoting shooters in the shooting sports, all different shooting sports. Um, so if you guys listened to the episode two weeks ago, we were talking about National Shooting Sports Month. Yes. Happy National Shooting Sports Month. Tell the people what you're talking about. That's what I was leading into. Yes, but why wouldn't you celebrate it? Because you didn't celebrate last week because you forgot to put an episode out. I forgot. Oh, I... Guys, it's National Shooting Sports Month. Happy National Shooting Sports Month. Stay away, lady. Don't hit me. <laughs> Not on the air. It can be audio Changes. testimonies. <laughs> Keep out of arm's reach. <laughs> so, we've been putting out a new shooter... Every day this month, which obviously we're only seven days in, so a week's worth of shooters. We have three more weeks ahead of us, guys, so please send in your nominations for who you would like to see highlighted as the shooter of the day every single day in August. We're going to be putting someone new out, so if there's a local shooter in your area, uh, you can nominate yourself. There are people <laughs> that have nominated themselves. You can nominate yourself. Um, nominate someone, send them to us on Instagram or Facebook at Laugh and Load. Uh, send it to us in an email at pewtimepodcast at gmail.com and we will sift through and put out the shooters that deserve to have everyone's eyes on them. I think you all deserve it, but Jackie would be the judge and jury and executioner, apparently. No, no, no. I'll, sh I'll share some of that. You can have some of that, too. <laughs> Let us know, guys. Uh, we've been having fun. We've scheduled some different type of shooting sports to shoot this month to kind of celebrate it. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, we did different types of shooting. Yeah. You know, what did you, uh, what did we do the last week? We shot some 22s. Yeah, we did a little 22 blinking. Mm -hmm. Um... You know, you've messed with your 22 a little bit. I have not touched my buckmark in several years. Maybe three or four years I haven't shot my 22. Uh, so I dusted that thing off and took it out to the range. And uh, she needs a cleaning. I put a good amount of rounds through her. Uh, you had some fun. I did. I had so much fun. I was using my CP33. I had so much fun I broke it. So much fun. It was temporary fun, but so much fun. Well, you can't even say temporary fun because... Even after it broke, it still worked. <laughs> even after it broke, I mean, yeah, it had a few malfunctions here and there. So, um, it had to have had an out-of-battery detonation or something. I thought just the spring went missing for the extractor. I actually think the extractor's broken in half. Oh. Um, where the spring puts the tension, I think that piece is gone. 
So yeah. I ordered just the springs, but I think I need to call Caltech back and tell them I need more stuff. Yeah. Those uh, springs got here really quick. Very fast. Really quick. Was it like four business days or something? Something like that. Yeah. And they didn't fast. send me just one. They sent me like four. <laughs> so. They must know you. Either it's a known <laughs> problem or they're just generous. <laughs> or they know you. Um, yeah, but I shot, I don't even know when it blew out. But once I noticed it, I still shot like two more mags there, didn't you? Three more, so ninety nine rounds. Yeah. And I had like three malfunctions. You got ninety nine rounds, but an extractor ain't one. Oh. oh. So kudos to Keltec, because even though like if I put a new mag in, close the bolt, the extractor would be hanging out like waiting for a high five. <laughs> like oh, push you back in. Good job, buddy. And then just continue to shoot. <laughs> Uh, I had some ridiculous fun with it. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did some... Uh, it's really hard to bump fire a twenty two because it doesn't recoil. Um, but I did other things. Apparently, some people online found it very irresponsible. That was a whole thing. It was a big thing. So, maybe I'll start putting a uh, disclaimer <laughs> in front of my videos. Like, Don't try just because I'm a jackass doesn't mean you should be. <laughs> um we also did a little bit of shooting with my new carry gun which is the specter comp and we wanted to get her to 500 rounds without fail no malfunctions and we finally hit that 500 rounds last week on sunday mm -hmm. so i've been carrying her all week which is very exciting um how did you like it because you haven't shot her yet What'd you think? That was nice. I, uh... Stop growling at the cat. He's not... He doesn't care that you're growling at him. <laughs> uh, I liked it. I want to shoot it a little bit more. I'd like to shoot it back-to-back -back with, like, another 365 or a, an XL. Mm -hmm. So I shot it back-to-back -back with an XL, and I could really, like, I could tell the difference immediately. Can you? Yeah. Yeah, I shot, I put five rounds in each mag, I set them next to each other, I shot five, set one down, picked up the other one, shot five, and I took a side-by-side -side view of the camera of, like, how snappy, or lack thereof, each of them was, and mm -hmm. you can you can see it in the video, and I could feel it. You could tell. Each of them were. Hmm? What? Each of them were. Not each of them was. Each of them were. Yes. Okay. Proper grammar. English. Apologies. Words have meanings. Words have meanings. Words are hard, okay? <laughs> um, so I did like it. Good. Uh, we shot... Man, when was that? So I had to test fire a gun I was fixing. Mm -hmm. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to be a pattern here. Yeah. We also did gun cleaning, and I realized that I have a lot of broken guns. Mm-hmm. So, bad on me. Maybe I should fix the guns. It's just just going out like, this is broken. It's time to buy another one. Yeah. It's a bad bad form. A very bad form. Um, anyway, we decided to break in the Spectre comp uh, as quickly as possible. It was incredibly hot. It was burning our fingers. A, I got a blister on my finger from it. Yeah. 
burning our fingers. Yeah. We put, uh, I needed, what, 180 rounds to yeah. put through it. And, I mean, we did it in under 20 minutes. Way under 20 minutes. It was, I mean, it was just like. Because we shot all the loaded mags. I was shooting them as fast as I could. Then I was reloading you were as fast loading as the as mags could. for me. And then we swapped. Yeah, they got very hot. Yeah, it was very hot. Um, what else did we do last week? I did some dry fire. Oh, and movement drills. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Um, which kind of helped me out because got to shoot a match today and did quite a bit of moving. I feel like I did better today than I have done lately at locals. Um, you know, a little bit more aggressive, not as aggressive in certain stances. So I know what I need to work on, like coming into a position and doing like a hard lean. I need to be more sturdy with my base. I'm still leaning out and ballerina towing. Ballerina towing on my non-dominant leg, so I need to I need to work on that especially, you know, start position, getting out on the run, like those are all like very very good. Um leaving a position good and aggressive, but coming in and doing a hard lean, it was just very soft-footed. Um so, that's what video's for, and, because uh, I would never take your word for it. <laughs> Why would you do that? But, yeah, lots of good things learned today. Um, you also shot a match today. I did, and I also practiced beforehand. Shocker. What did you shoot today? Uh, well, I decided I was going to shoot the scorpion. No way. Yep. And? Um, well, the dry fire session was good. Um, do you remember earlier in the week I told you, I was like, I don't know why my face is hurting on the right side. I think I have an ingrown hair. Uh-huh. I now remember what it was and why it hurt. What did you do? Well, I've been practicing stock on belt and basically what would be the draw for PCC. in the cheek? I hit myself really hard <laughs> with the stock. <laughs> So it was a bruise, not an ingrown beard hair. I think hair. so. Yeah. Yeah. Because it That's was, uh, it was hard. I was like, man, I'm like trying to get into the pocket sooner. And I did one and I just like completely missed my shoulder and it just. We are really going to need you to start uh front face recording your dry fire sessions. Yeah. Because if that happens again, I need a video. Oh, thanks. <laughs> that, I mean, it reminds me when I did like the. Dry Fire Lives with PGT. Mm -hmm. I can only imagine. Just... <laughs> <laughs> play it off, play it off. It's cool, it's cool, it's cool. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> so, that led to me shooting the Scorpion at this match. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Which was awesome, because a bunch of our friends brought out their PCCs. Right. A little squad of... Like half PCC shooters or like four of you guys on the squad. Yes. Running around without guns on with your little duffel bags. Yes. Here I come, guys. Wait for me. And here I come. Here's my little flag. Hang on. Yes. Wait for me, guys. <laughs> yes. It was a ton of fun. You guys did have a lot of fun. We got absolutely dumped on with rain. Yeah. That was awful. It was very... It, the morning started out super muggy, very humid, but there wasn't 
Like, there was a lot of overcast, so we weren't, like, baking in the sun, but it was still very... Speak for yourself. What, because you're taller, you're closer to the sun? Yes. Okay, calm down there. So, we were already, like, drenched in sweat from the humidity. And then we got a little bit of a drizzle on and off for one stage, and then it just opened up. Our last three stages were just all rain. All rain the whole time. So, I, mean, I had fun still. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a ton of fun. I don't remember the last time. I think the last time I shot in the rain was out at Waterman, which, shocker. <laughs> but that one actually had, like, thunder and lightning, so the rain, the, the whole thing got canceled. Like, they got, yeah, they called the match, so... This one, the thunder and the lightning, we just kept shooting in the rain, which was honestly a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, the nice thing about the last few stages is that you didn't really have to worry about dropping your mags on the ground and picking them up and drying them off, because there were short rounds or table start, table reloads, and your mags end up on the tables, and mm-hmm. that was exciting. Got to shoot my drum mag, which is always awesome. In several stages. I Lots think you had, of stages. I think you used it in like three different stages, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, there are some stages where if they're, if they're only 20, I'm not... I'm not going to lie. The drum is cool, but it is a project to reload it. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather not use it if it's only like a 20-round stage. I'll just put a you know, 35 stick in there. And... Yeah, plus I mean, it's, it's extra weight on the gun that you're lugging around. Yeah, that I don't, I don't care about. Uh... Flawless. Again. It was for the first couple. What? was for the... You only had, what, like two two times you had to clear it? One. One? And that was a light strike. That wasn't because of a gun. Because mm. whatever this ammo is we're using right now is... It's messing up in more than one gun. Yeah. So... Yeah, several guns are having issues with that stuff. Um, hide over bore is still an issue with me. I shot, uh, well, I don't care to mention how many, but I shot a lot of sticks. You shot a lot of sticks. And some no-shoots. And no-shoots, yes. So, hide over bore. That's a, that's a thing that's part of the thing right, i got to yeah. add for my training. I mean, when the no-shoots are to the right of the popper, that's not a hide over bore. That's a Tony problem. I didn't shoot one to the right. What are you talking about? You didn't shoot the, the no-shoot that was hanging over... That's because I was tall enough. I was shooting at the target above yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Likely excuse. Anyway. <laughs> I hope you drop a dry fire mag on your toe. That's terrible. That's a horrible anyway, thing to say. Uh, we had a bunch of cool stages. Three per stages. Yeah. Uh, that was one. Three shots per target. Got to let a little loose on that one. Mm-hmm. I also shot a stick on that stage. Yeah. There's lots of, lots of sticks that didn't make it. Oh, they made it. They're just, them, uh, yeah. they're, they're pierced now. No, they're not. I mean, well, yeah, they're pierced, but, you know, weight savings, it's easier to carry back and forth. <laughs> they don't weigh nearly as much as they used to. Right. Uh, I definitely need to work on reloads and unloaded starts. Yeah. I'll put up one, one on my page, I'll put up one of the videos, like, I load it. And I'm like, ha and then I like turn the gun over and like look at it, I'm like, yep, it loaded. 
I feel like today's stages, like there was a lot of stages that had, you know, unloaded starts. There were loaded, but table starts, barrel starts, um, you know, mandatory reload type things. Like lots of things that with a pistol you get very proficient at because you do it often. Um, just starting out in PC, you know, you shot a handful of matches, yeah. you know. Five maybe five locals, four locals. With PCC, mm -hmm. you know, over over the course of the time you've had the gun, and not like consecutive, just sporadic. Uh, only in the last two you shot PCC, right? Last one. The last. Well, you shot one last month too, in PCC. Okay. Yeah, you're over carrying your bag into the back of the cart. Hmm. So. Yes, you did. Twice in the last month, but probably about five total. So my point is, you haven't been shooting PCC long. Or did. Yeah, or <laughs> life is right. Um, do you think that having stages like that where, I mean, there was only like one or two out of the six that we shot where it was loaded, stock on belt, like ready to go. The other four were oddball starts. And do you think that having a start that's off your belt, off your body, or unloaded where you have to manipulate the gun and a gigantic stick mag, do you think that is prohibiting you from taking advantage of what PCC offers you? Like, you know, it's fast, it's quick, you know, you see PCC all over the top, it's like quote-unquote cheating in a pistol sport. Do you feel like that advantage you have with PCC is taken away or downplayed a little bit by having stages like this? So, now this is speaking from limited experience. I can just tell you from other people. Unless it is your primary division, you'll notice a lot of people that shoot PCC here and there, if there's an unloaded start, there's the extra insurance. It's very slow. It's very deliberate. It's very, like, crack. They smack it in. Because mm -hmm. some of them don't like being loaded. Luckily, the Scorpion's not one of them. Mm -hmm. But it's still not as... Like, when I put a pistol mag in, I know. Yeah. It's very positive. Right. And not the same with the Scorpion yet. Mm -hmm. So, that part takes a little more time. Do you feel like because you haven't had as much time with practicing, like, table starts, barrel starts, unloaded starts, things like that, like, in your dry fire sessions, that if this was a match where we didn't have any of those kind of starts and it was stuck on belt for everything, that you would have done better than you did do? Mm. Do you feel like it pulled you back because it's a new... A new way of getting to your gun. No, I don't think it... I don't think it pulled me back. I just think it's... I think it's one less thing for the pistol shooters to complain about. Because I think it kind of takes away one of the advantages. Well, that's what I was getting at. Like, it's, it's So you feel like it does take away or I mean, lessen it's not really the, even the PCC advantage. I think on some match. like that it does because I think when it comes to load them, even if you look at the top guys like uh, 
Leah Grandis, Freilich, even when they do an unloaded start, it's about the same time, if not a little slower than the pistol guys. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have stages with oddball start positions, like we had gun on one barrel, mag on one barrel. Facing up range. Facing like... up range, like I have to face up range now mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Because I don't have the gun. Right. So I think it equals that. Mm-hmm. And you'll still have the guys that are like, oh, yeah, but you get like four points of contact, blah, 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 blah. But different division. Right. But I do think when you bring up the reloads, I can't say yes, the reloads do because I think I could get proficient enough with it to where the reload wouldn't matter. That you could get your reloads down as fast yeah. and efficient as a pistol? I yeah, okay. I think so. I mean, if I can get my reloads with my shield close to my competition gun, I could do that with a rifle. But you also have to think, like, it's you, you know, every time you've reloaded a pistol since you first shot your first semi-auto, your mag change always goes into the hand that you're holding the gun with. Like, your index goes straight to your hand as opposed to in front of your hand with or without a magwell because obviously with a magwell it makes it easier but it's a different location it's farther forward than where you hold it you know you could close your eyes and have a 22 magazine in your hand if you're holding the 22 you're gonna know you know where your hand is you know where the mag's gotta go yeah i I mean i agree with that part Mm -hmm. um but, I mean, I trained with regular ARs and got the time down pretty significant, so I don't see this being a problem. Okay. Well, looks like you're going to be putting in some dry fire work and some live fire work over the next two weeks before Illinois. Yeah. Can yeah. I get to unveil my new rifle? Yes. Well, the new Scorpion. Right. <laughs> <laughs> more toys, more project guns. This one's almost done. Almost. Almost only counts in horseshoes hand grenades, and I don't believe you. Oh. And nor do any of our listeners, I'm sure. Why? Because they know you. Because they listen to us, and they hear you talk I about your projects. I just want to point this out. Of all the PCCs I shot with us, two were MPXs, one was an AR, and one was my Scorpion. Only one of them didn't have a malfunction. Alright. I mean, you could have uh, a gun that has a malfunction so bad that you have to mortar it. <clears throat> Joe. Just saying. I had a lot of fun with it, and I'm actually kind of glad that I'm shooting a rifle. You look like you had, like, the most fun. Like, if you, if you had one of those kids that lived their life on a backpack leash... And then they got into a toy store and their mom went, Clip, you're free. That was you at the PCC today. Yeah, I I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed it, so. Yeah. Yeah, You look like you had a ton of fun. I'm actually looking forward to doing it more, and I would like to do more Mm two-gun. That'd be fun. We've got a couple guys that we know that shoot two-gun and Mm three-gun, and you can probably find... Local stuff, probably not as often as pistol matches, but maybe without driving out too far. 
Uh, but yeah, that was our week in guns. That was a two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Apologies again. Uh, our last two weeks in guns. So that was fun. Um, gun news. Yeah. So every week or two, there's another rebate flying on through. So here's your most recent one. Now through September 25th, receive a free box of ammunition and a free magazine with the purchase of a P365. This is from SIG. It is a $75 promo code to use on SIG Sauer's website. That's what you will be getting to use on mags, ammo. I imagine you could buy anything off of their website. But, yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, LTT, also known as Langdon Tactical Technologies, has introduced a new pistol that they work on. And that is the HK Hammer Series guns. Right now, basically just the P30. And its variants. Yeah. P30, P30SK, and the P30L. They kind of do the same packages they've been doing... Uh, where they've kind of been adding, like, the Glocks and the Hellcats. Trigger job, sights, red dot cut. Yeah. Very deep red dot cut from the sounds of it. Yeah. Very. <laughs> Very deep. <laughs> uh, oh, I got one of the new Gerson MCP35 Match Ops in. Said that. Tactical one? So, yeah, that's their high power clone. Mm -hmm. But this is like the tactical high power. Like, it's got. More tactical than the FN. More tactical. Okay. Because uh, it looks like a regular high power still. Mm -hmm. Has a regular rail, or it has a uh, accessory rail now. Mm -hmm. And it is a pick rail. I mean, it's tactical looking. Uh, flat trigger, which is awesome. Good proper sights, blacked out rear, front fiber optic uh, rod, extended safety, extended slide release, and an extended beaver tail. A proper extended beaver tail. That's very exciting. So proper in that I think it's the only factor high power I'll actually be able to shoot out of the box without cutting my hand up. Right. So you know how just a few short minutes ago you were like, yeah, if something's broke, I just want to buy a new one. Your high power's not broke, is it? Yes, I think it is. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's broke. Just checking. Yeah, I had a feeling as soon as somebody came out with some a uh, high power that worked well with your hand in the beaver tail that it was going to be on the list. Yeah, it's not priced too bad. I think it's high fives, low sixes, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. So I'm excited to shoot it. Mm -hmm. Hopefully I'll either buy one soon or get one to at least shoot. Yeah. Yeah, that would be exciting. Um... You know, I got to, what was that, uh, our second year together, I think, is when uh, I got to that burning high power. Mm -hmm. And 
it was the saddest moment when we found out that the slide bite was too significant that you haven't shot it since. Yeah, the hammer bite sucks. <laughs> yeah, the hammer. <clears throat> so, it, um, it saddens me, but it's like the light at the end of the tunnel. It's like, oh, there's hope. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, he can actually shoot one of these, and then we'll get you that one. That would make me happy. Yeah. Make me happy, too. Wrap it in the same wrapping paper I wrapped your other one in. <laughs> Every piece of the gun got its own wrapping paper. <laughs> uh, last bit of gun news. Uh, CMC Triggers is dropping their new 8K 2.0 Elite dropping 8K trigger. This looks kind of exciting because there's not very many dropping 8K triggers like that. Uh, when I say dropping, I don't mean just like, oh, hey, we're going to put in like all the other AK triggers. Like, no, this is a complete drop-in unit, like a drop-in AR trigger. Mm, that's very cool. Yeah. Uh, price is $189.99 for MSRP. It says it'll be available soon. Hmm. I wonder what soon means. I don't know. I hope it's not like, yeah, soon means shot show. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. So that wraps up the gun news segment. Uh, as you all may know already, Area 5 was an entire week ago. Sorry. <laughs> We're just going to apologize during every segment. Um, so we do have the standings from Area 5 uh, in case you live under a rock and were unaware of who already placed where. We also have some Exciting honorable mentions to go over. So, Area 5, high overall, John Bleeger, who was shooting open. And high lady, Justine Williams in PCC. Uh, open, like you said, John Bleeger, followed by Aaron Edens. Third place, Casey Eusebio. Fourth place, Andrew Hyder. Fifteenth place, our buddy Albert Yao. 18th, Eugene Choi, and 26th, David Cologne. So those last three people are all... Chicago gunslingers. Yep, Chicago gunslingers. Uh, PCC, not only did Justine take High Lady, she also took first in PCC. Followed by Corey Scheel, and then third, Chris Barrett. Carry Optics, which had all the shooters. Uh, won by Nils. Which means he beat Max Michelle. Who came in second. Third place, Tom Castro. And some special shout-outs to some friends of ours. Twelfth place, John Martello. Who also took second master. Mm -hmm. And this is his first level three match. Yeah. Uh, 38th place, Bernard Beneteau. And 40th, Leif. From GX Crocs. Limited, first place, John Browning. Second, Shane Coley of Glock. Third, Gianni Giordano. I, every time I say his name, I want pizza. Well, Giordano's, you know. I, I got it. <laughs> All right. Um, 
Chi-Town shoutouts. Fourth place, Mike Gnara. Sixth place, Steve Gelka. Thirteenth, Alex Sirajewski. Seventeenth, Joe Sanchez. Twenty-fifth, Zach Sims. And thirty-fourth, Dan Sim. Production was won by Jacob Hetherington. Second place, Brendan Decker. Third place, Ezra Christensen. A special shout out to sixth place, Andrew Roderick. Who used to be a Chi-Town shooter. Yeah. And he's moved on to a more gun-friendly state. Good for him. <laughs> uh, there were six shooters in single stack. So, first, Rich Alloway. <laughs> and two in revolver. Winner, Alex Backen. Backen? God, I know Manny's going to kill me. Because he corrects me every fucking episode. Well, you have, like, zero concept of how letters work together. Letters are important, okay? <laughs> anyway. So that's it for shooting sports. Yeah. <laughs> um, we did get a couple of questions. <laughs> Wait, that's in. not it for shooting sports. It is not? Is not? Nope. Okay. Talk about Area 5 real quick, in case you haven't heard. Uh, literally everyone you talk to, online, pro shooter, first time shooter for level three, doesn't matter. Hardest match they've ever shot, or one of the hardest matches. I heard that from everybody. Yep. When you got guys like Coley and Michelle and all these other guys, oh, I can't remember, shoot, shoot a match is hard. That was a proper level three. Right. What's really awesome is that the club that hosted that is the same club that hosted the Michigan section this year, which mm -hmm. we shot at, and I thought it was one of the best, like, well put together, well thought out, well structured, good balance, like, good hard, hard stages, like, thinker stages, like, I, I can only imagine what they, you know they probably pull out all the stops for this. Like, I wish we would have gone. You know? Like, we go looking for looking for problems? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. I just wanted to say that. So, congratulations to everyone. And, uh, kudos to all the guys that made that match happen. And, uh, hopefully we get to see more matches from you guys. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> On to questions. It, uh, a couple questions came in. Um, so, we're, I think, the 46 states that participate in the Mega Millions. You guys all know that there was a enormous $1.28 billion jackpot. Yeah. Which, I think they only ended up getting, like, $440 million Well, they're not stupid. They took the one large lump sum, because I'm not going to trust people to... Have my money available to pay me out every month. Right. Um, so one of the questions that we got in was, did you guys win the lottery? Fuck no. Right. Which is why he doesn't have a new Grisson and every other gun on his list. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, the Grisson would not be the first one I'd be purchasing. But... <laughs> we certainly wouldn't be talking about how, oh yeah, maybe we'll shoot one. Someone lets us shoot one. Yeah. No, you just would buy it. Yeah. Actually... You buy a gun, and you'll get a gun, and yeah. you'll get a gun. 
oh, you've listened to our podcast? You'll get a gun. <laughs> You'll get a gun. <laughs> yeah, we definitely did not win the lottery. Actually, we, I didn't even buy a ticket. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to sound like an idiot, but I don't even know how the lottery. Like, I know how it works. I know the theory behind it. The, like, the going in and the picking of the numbers and yeah, all the little no sheets and the things. Yeah. Not a clue. Yeah, I do. I've done quick picks before in the past. Um, I probably played the lottery less than five times my whole life, outside of scratch offs, and those are just fun time killers <laughs> that are expensive. But I never, you know, really gotten into the lottery. So no, we uh, didn't even have a chance to win this lottery because we didn't buy tickets. Right. Uh, so there's that question. The next one is, what the hell's going on with USPSA? Great fucking question. It's a loaded question. Yeah. Think <laughs> the lot. org will be any different in a year's time. Um, so we're not going to dive too much into it on this podcast. Maybe we'll do one later. Uh, Specifically for that. Yeah, I haven't. So I've been paying attention, but I, I, I'm i handling it in small doses right now just because I'm so busy with everything else. Right. It's hard for me to... Dive deep into it. Yeah. It it takes a lot of time, and unfortunately, and this has nothing to do with being friends with Ben, uh, the shit they pulled with Ben Steger is bullshit. Yeah. The fact that he got a suspension and stuff like that is horseshit. Uh, It should not have happened. And now we'll probably receive a letter if anyone from USPSA listens to this, because they've been handing out suspension letters like they're fucking Skittles. Yeah. So. And it, it it's not looking good for them. Um, do I think the org will be different in a year's time? I hope so. I really want to get back to shooting. Yeah. But on the other side, I know this is important. For our sport to grow. The shit that's going on now with. um, Backgrounds of people coming out of. Criminal histories of people. Allegedly doing stuff that would be considered stalking. uh, And threatening and stuff like that. That doesn't do any good. For our sport as a whole. Right. So the sooner we can clean that shit up. And press forward, the better. Right. And I just want people to remember that even if you don't agree with someone on everything, it does not mean that they cannot be right about things that matter. Right. You know, I'll... Having a difference in opinion doesn't mean everything they say should be dismissed. Right. And this is going to sound like... This is going to sound like I'm nut-hugging Ben, but I'm not. That man has dedicated... And I'll be the first to tell you. To most people, Ben's an asshole. He is. Ben and I get along just fine. Birds of a feather. Wow. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Anyway... Um, 
He is coarse. He's a different individual. We get along just fine. I know plenty of other people that get along with him. So even though he's not your cup of tea, it doesn't mean he doesn't want the best for the sport. Well, Ben also, he's not going to sugarcoat shit. And if you don't have thick skin and can take criticism, you're, you're going to think he's an asshole. Right. But that man has dedicated basically his entire life to practical shooting. He's written books that almost everyone in this sport has read, or at least seen or heard of. He's changed the way people practice for this sport. He's probably responsible for getting a majority. I, I'm confident in saying the majority of people in the sport. At least in the past 10 years. Mm-hmm. And he, he legitimately does care about the sport. And I think that's what people need to not dismiss. Just because he doesn't like the current regime and the organization right now. Of who's in it mm-hmm. does not mean he actually hates USPSA. Right. Clearly, the man has a love for the sport and would like to see this organization back to where somewhere he could be proud to be a national champion of. Right. Proud to be a world champion of. So keep an open mind. And uh, like I said, maybe we'll do a full podcast on this. It's one of those things that I know no one wants to talk about, but on the other hand, it has to be talked about so we can get our organization better. So, maybe it's a podcast I'll do my own, because I know you don't like talking about it. It's not really your thing. Yeah, I don't do politics. Um, So, we'll see. But, keep an open mind. Uh, Keep looking what's going on. If, you know, that interests you, it should To a degree, everyone should have a vested interest in the sport, especially how much time and money we devote to this. Look at the match we just shot today. Who in their right mind drives over an hour to go shoot for 90 seconds or 100 seconds to tear down for over an hour to get stuck in pouring rain to drive two hours with traffic home? For what? Soaking wet. For what? We had a ton of fun. Right. Right? And we love the sport. Right. We have a, If you're willing to do that for something for fun, whether you like it or not, whether you want to admit it, you have a vested interest in the sport. Right. So it matters. That's all I'm saying. Next question. Next question. Uh, gun storage, short-term versus long-term care and preventative maintenance. So, this is something that hits close to home, but it's also something that I get asked constantly at work, and I know you get this all the time as well, so I thought this was important to cover. Sure. Uh, long-term, we'll do first, because that, uh, as you may recall, we mentioned that you have not shot your Browning High Power since I got it for you 12 years ago, 11 years ago. Um, so that is a long-term storage. That's not true. I have shot it, but... Several years between. Oh, yeah. Um, 
and I have not shot my bookmark in at least three years. Mm -hmm. uh, I got it six years ago. So that was in long-term storage. I was not storing it like it was in long-term storage. Right. Um, I did not have it wiped down with silicone, uh, which is a long-term storage thing. Uh, and I should have done that. I did have it in a drawer on some linens. And I had a bunch of silica packets in the drawer. Silica packets, like you get with like purses and shoes and stuff like that. Beef jerky. Beef jerky. Whatever. You <laughs> name it. The drawer smelled fantastic like beef jerky. Jack Links. So, tons of them in there. Probably like seven or eight. And only like three guns in that drawer. Uh, my old Colt 380. Government. The Buckmark. And your revolver. The, the, the python. Those are the only three guns in there. The silica packets, obviously after that length of time, were not doing their job anymore. Uh, those should have been replaced with a little dehumidifier. Or, um, what's the other name for those things? Yeah, like those a little you know, dehumidifier. So... The little button turns the color. You take it, you put it in the oven, it dries it out, you put it back in the drawer. Um, so we are picking some of those up because I had some surface rust start on my buckmark. A very small amount on my Colt 380 government. And the only gun in there, untouched, unscathed by a, even a speck or a hint of rust, was your python. Can you guess why? Could you wipe it down with silicone? Of course. Yeah. Well, I mean, you should baby that thing. Yeah. Uh, I, however, did not do those things, so we wiped them down, like, rubbed all of, like, the surface rust off. It wasn't, like, super deep pitting, but you can still tell. Um, so because I did get to shoot it this week, I'm going to do a good cleaning on it, wipe down silicone, and pick up a couple of those dehumidifiers. So long-term storage... Do not store your guns in foam. Obviously, we don't store our guns in foam, but even without that, they still rusted over the years. Um, yeah, they're in locked cabinets, but you still need to prep them properly. Right. And a lot of people, and I see this happen often at work, um, you get like the MTM or the Plano cases with the foam in, and they're like, oh, this will be perfect. I'll put a lock on here, toss it in the closet, and... You know, it's not going to be my main home defense gun, so I'm just going to, you know, keep it in this box and shove it up on a shelf. I'm like, well, don't store your guns in foam because the foam pulls and draws moisture from the air to it, and your gun is in the middle of that foam sandwich. It will rust quickly. So that is one thing to keep keep an eye out for is how you're storing your firearms you know even i would say short term short term is going to be relative um you know long term definitely not in foam make sure it's in a dry environment make sure it's a cool environment make sure it's going to have um some form of you know the silica packets or you know something uh, if you're going to do the silica packet route make sure that you change and rotate them out often um it's just very sad. Well, it's 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 like walking. 
It's like walking into a children's hospital and seeing them all with band-aids on their heads. It's just terrible. <laughs> just terrible. Uh, short term, I mean, most of our guns that we use regularly or semi-regularly, they're on holder racks, so they're not laying down on anything. Um, and if they're not in an open air environment, they're, they've got like easy open air access. Like they're not like in a sealed drawer. So I'm done with my rant. Well, Is there good. anything else you'd like to add? Uh, I know we talked about wiping them down with silicone, so yeah, long-term well, storage another thing also. That, like, this past today, we shoot in the rain, you should come home and wipe your guns down and put them in a place to dry out, put your bags in a place to dry out, because mm -hmm. if you let the water sit... Rust. Rust. Um, and thank you, also, because I know I didn't thank you before, because you told me, bring me your things and I will dry them all off, and you did, and... Thank you. You're welcome. I saw the tears in your eyes with the other ones. I can only imagine these. Oh my god. I, oh, it would be devastating. You, you wouldn't be able to get me out of bed for a week. Alright. Finish it off. We did get one CCC. So one carry, compete, and crush. And this is where we pick one gun to carry, one gun to compete with, and one gun to crush into a tiny little cube. And kick it down the stairs. Okay. And let the cats swat it under the couch. To be gone forever! Haha! <laughs> so, the three that we are doing the CCC on is the SIG 320 Spectre Comp, the Walther PPQ Q5SF, which is their steel frame, and the CZ Shadow 2. So, interesting pairing. Hmm. What would you carry? Mm. They're all pretty hefty. If it was me, I would carry the 320 Spectre Comp. Uh, and I would compete with the Shadow 2. And I would crush the Walther. Okay. That would be my my pick on all of those. This way, you know, the people driving to work, listening in their cars, aren't wondering why there's zero sound coming out of our podcast for like a minute and a half straight while Tony's wheels are turning, cranking slowly and seizing up. You can always put in the Jeopardy. Uh, is it Jeopardy? Yeah, I'm not editing this. Do, do, do. Neither <laughs> are you. You're not editing the vo the sound in with your voice. Take your pick. I don't know. So, definitely not carrying a Shadow 2. <laughs> of course not. Um, the PPQ actually has a compact grip already, where the Spectre Comp does not. But I think of the two, the Q5 is still going to be a little heavier, if I remember correctly. Because it's a steel frame instead of the tungsten-infused polymer. Yeah, but that tungsten's heavy. I mean, it's... It's up there. Mm -hmm. hmm. All right, I'm going to carry the PPQ. Really? Yep. And unfortunately, because uh, I built a better Spectre comp than SIG, uh, I'm going to compete with the Shadow 2 and crush theirs. 
Okay. So we'll both be competing with the Shadow too. Yeah. So you can load my mags. No. <laughs> Y'all should have saw the face she gave me when I said, hey, can you load my mags? She starts to grab them. I'm like, no, no, the drum. That wasn't happening. Absolutely not. <laughs> I already don't like the mags. The regular mags. Well, on the drum. Tell you what, sir, you shoot, you shoot pistol. I will load your mags for you. It sounds very machinist. <laughs> like sexist. Yes. Prejudiced. Machinist. <laughs> yes. Machinist. Cool. Well, guys, that's it for this week and last week. Um, sorry. Again. <laughs> Apologies. But we'll be back with you next week. Yep. And the week after that. Yep. And the week after that. Yes. And following more and more and more and more. Jackie already told you where she can find us. Or where Jackie already told you where you can find us. At Laugh Load and Everything. PewTimePodcast at gmail.com. Uh, all the other trivial stuff, if you guys wouldn't mind. Uh, rate, review the podcast. Subscribe if you like hearing us babble. And one of the important things, because two weeks ago, on our last episode, because it wasn't last week, haha, again, you mentioned that there was something in the works, and it's ready. Oh, yes, it is ready. <laughs> uh, we released our new ep episode? No. no. Our new shirt. Yes. And, uh... Same style shirt, two different colors. And because growing up I was a wrestling fan and I grew up in the uh, greatest area era of wrestling, which is the Attitude Area and the Monday Night Wars. And it is based off the New World Order NWO logo. But it is with our LNL logo and Laugh and Load on the bottom. So if you'd like to pick one up, you can pick it up at laughandload.com. And uh, choose your team wisely. You can choose Team White, also Team Hollywood, or Team Red, Wolfpack. Oh! Yeah. Choose wisely, guys. As always, we love you guys. We appreciate you, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye!